to the Runner X Podcast, where we talk about all things running. As many runners know, it's 90% mental. So join Coach Valerie and Coach Caroline as we go through the mental side of running. Welcome back to the Runner X Podcast. I'm your host, Coach Caroline, and I'm here with Coach Valerie. Coach, you just recently um, did some work with a bunch of students, two different groups, and you had some really great observations about that. What what can you what can you tell me about training kids? Well, a couple of things. Well, one, kids are fun to work with because they're way more open to learning since they're already yeah. in school. The idea of listening to the teacher is really, you know, whether they want to or not. <laughs> right. And they're really uh, they they're open-minded, like they're willing to learn also, like we said, you know, because of that. And also they're, they don't have as many bad habits, movement habits. So they're still more, you know, easier to move, I, I should say. Right. And I think we can all agree to that, that when we were young, we just went running or we just played and we didn't think about um, injuries or how we felt. We just kind of felt like we moved more naturally so kids are fun because, again, they're open to the learning and they all think that they could get better. You know, that that, you know, when I came, like, for example, for the clinic I did, I did a cross country team. So their coach, their main, his main goal is to keep them not injured. However, their main goal is to get faster. Right. right so then if right. you keep telling them like this will help you for your goals and to get faster, they're way more willing to try it and they're not. They had, like I said, they haven't learned other things to be able to say, this isn't what I already know. Right. And one of the arguments. really interesting too. Well, and people always say, you know, running is natural, right? I mean, yeah. is it that, right? So, yeah. and running is natural, by the way, for all of us. And if you watch toddlers, that's how we all learn to move, right? We start crawling and then we start pulling ourselves up and then we start toddling. And all of that is really finding your balance and finding what's the most efficient way to travel. So that's why the little toddlers, because their head's still so heavy, they just free fall. I mean, you see it. They're like, wee, you can't imagine how fast <laughs> they move. And then they fall over. And then every time they get themselves back up, they basically reset their balance. That's really, guys, how you move, is you hold your balance, and then you fall out of balance. And when we're little, we have no fear of that. They have no fear of falling. They just free right. fall. So as we continue to get older, we get scared. We get scared of falling. So we make sure to not fall, which makes perfect sense, by the way. And yeah. when you think about it, and then instead of keeping the same movement you've always had, you start looking around and you start noticing, you start noticing other people's movements. So kids actually learn by mimicking once they're past that toddling age. And so that's why you'll, you'll see a lot of uh, movements that are different on you know, kids, and then when they go to learn movements, you know, like they're going to play a sport, then they're all taught basically very similar movements, like how to throw, how to shoot, how to do all these things. But interesting, interestingly enough, we're never taught how to run. Right. Yeah. And I think that, that when you're, and, and whoever's listening out there is probably thinking, well, why would I need to be taught how to run if I already know and it's natural? However, yeah. these kids, by the way, I mean, I've been working with kids for a while and on all my years of coaching, we're seeing even more injuries on kids, not less. 
you know, so it's the same thing. It's like, unfortunately, it's normal at the track meet to have someone with that tape all over them. You know, there's still kids at the shin splints and my knees hurt. And a lot of the kids play several different sports, which is very common. Right. Mm-hmm. And so you're thinking, and what is the cut? And so one little girl like her, she had a um, knee tape on both knees. Her knees were hurting and she plays basketball, volleyball, softball and runs track. <laughs> wow. So, but what's the common element in all of those sports? Running. Running. Yeah. I was just going to say running. <laughs> You've got to run down the court. You know, I mean, in softball, you're running to the bases. There's a lot of running in sports. And I asked her, what do you guys work on in softball and basketball? Well, it's all drills. She's yeah. very used to doing drills, but what are the drills about? The drills are about shooting. The drills are about hitting. The drills are about catching. The drills are about very specific skills of the sport. And then they just go run. Yeah. Right. So where's the running drills? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And so because they're already used to training that way for their sport, they really have no issue with me showing them a few running drills to help them run better. And that's really it. I mean, it's like if you can get uh, coaches, you know, to just follow some movements, you know, some movement drill patterns that help the kids just be more efficient in their running. It just makes such a difference. The earlier we can start, the better. Yes, definitely. Definitely. And, and like we were talking about how, um, the mimicking and how impressionable they can be with outside forces telling them like, well, it's your shoes or you need to do high knees and butt kicks and things like that. Is there a way for us as parents to maybe steer them in the right direction, not being disrespectful of their coach, but um, opening their eyes up to, I don't know, the, the, the thinking of the physics of running. (laughs) Well, here's the challenge, right? If it's a lot of coaches go with, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And (laughs) you know, we are in Texas. And yeah. cha- okay. so then the challenge is, unless the coach understands it, they're not going to coach it, right? So okay. really, it's like, first, you've got to change the whole perception of running and how most people don't teach running. So I, by the way, I got to work with um, a couple of coaches this weekend, and you talk about physics. So the coach I worked with this weekend that coaches these kids, he's the physics teacher, <laughs> which, is oh, okay. he, so, yeah, which is why he loves Pose Method. And he has actually been doing this now for 10 years and keeping data on all the kids. And his whole thing was for injury prevention, because when he first started coaching over well over 10 years ago, he's been a coach for a lot longer than that. In all other sports, when he started coaching cross country, couldn't believe it. These kids like the shins and the plantar fasciitis and my Achilles hurt. I mean, there was just so much pain going on. And the answer can't be, we'll just make him run it out, right. <laughs> right. you know? So when he found uh, this running method and we were, I mean, I'm lucky too. He found me. He's, I, we've been working together for 10 years almost. And in the beginning, people thought he was crazy, you know? Right. And, and really now the fact that now his kids, cause he's a small town are doing well at the meets. They came in third in state last year. This is wow. from you know, that culture shift. And now other, other coaches are saying, okay, maybe now we'll kind of look into that, you know, because the same thing you think about it, coaches don't share their playbooks. No, no. (laughs) Right. And so, 
So a lot of programs. Yeah, share their secret weapon. Right. So, <laughs> right. And there's an ego with that. So a lot of coaches, it's like, we do this this way and this works for us. Or right. what about a school that's won a bunch of state championships? Why are they going to listen to a coach that's never won a state championship? I mean, yeah. there, I mean, and, and it's just funny because again, I got to meet coaches and the big conversation they were having was about how to keep the injuries down by reducing um, mileage and tempo. Like we've oh, got to wow. slow the kid. They kept saying to me, what we need to do is have the kids not run so fast. Like they need <laughs> to practice pacing, which is true. Kids love okay. to go out, you know, that first, <laughs> you know, the gun goes off and they all shoot off and then they, you know, they hit the wall. So pacing is a huge thing, of course. And then I said, however, guys, think about the skill of running. So how can you say to a kid, run slow, run fast, run easy, when you haven't really described yet what is running? Right. You know, what does that mean, run fast? What does that mean, run slow? So for a lot of the kids running slow, they move their legs slower. And as soon as you move your legs slower, you're adding more impact. So running slower needs to be more about uh, learning how to run efficiently at any speed. And then you can set tempos or you can set your runs. And they understand that the running is the same. It's just how fast I run is different. That yeah. and it's a huge and it's a huge mental shift. And also the kids that start cross country that can't run yet. What do you do with them? You know, yeah. I saw yesterday this coach said, "What I say to my kids is, you know, just keep moving, right? So that mindset of like, okay, even if it's walking, let's just keep moving." which is fine. That's, you know, that's again, letting them feel like you can keep going, right? Like trying to instill that feeling of I can keep going. Mm -hmm. However, imagine if you gave that kid the tools on how to run, maybe they could keep going without having to feel like, oh, I've got to stop all the time. Or I, you know, right. Instead of I need to stop and walk, why not let's figure out how we can help you move better. And I saw that this weekend, there's two little girls. I mean, this is a, by the way, this track team, I work uh, cross country team. I work with this weekend is a very small school and anyone can come on the team. And Mm. it's really nice because they'll have the, you know, the mentor program where the, the older kids will work with the younger kids. Cause if you never even start, how are you going to get anywhere? Right. 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 And if you have to be already a phenom before you get going, you know, you never get started. Right. Or if you think I can only join if I look like these kids, these fast kids, that's yeah. a deterrent too, right? Because if you just watch someone run, all you see is arms and legs moving, right? That's what you see. So then right. you think, okay, I'm going to move my arms and legs. And then I, then I start to think, well, if I want to run faster, I need to move my arms and legs faster. Well, then they just wear themselves out. And then it's yeah. kind of a cycle of just, well, I'm just going to keep getting better. I'll be able to go longer without wearing myself out, you know? And at some point there's adaptation, but gosh, that's such an inefficient way to do something. Instead, if you give them the tools and then you send them off on their way, they start to learn how to improve with the tools they have. That's my favorite with kids. That's, that's terrific. So let's end there. Uh, guys, if you like our episode, we hope you will rate and subscribe. Uh, rate us five stars. We love those. If you want to add a review, that helps others find us. And subscribe so that we can stay into your podcast repertoire. Uh, we love talking and geeking out about running, and we'd love to share it with you. So thanks, guys. 
you for joining us on the RunRx podcast. If you'd like to know more, join us at www.runrx.fit. And if you have additional questions that you'd like answered on the podcast, email us at support at runrx.fit. 